Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hi. It is the hottest day so far that we've had, so uh, it makes sense to have the hottest young comic here. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) So young. Welcome back uh, to the stage. (laughs) Thank you. Comedian Ivan Decker. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Good. Now do some bits for us. Do some of your famous famous bits. Hey, I'm not a big fan of the airport. <laughs> oh, boy. They got to figure it out. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> Woo. They get it together. <laughs> LAX. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last time we were on, I just checked, was episode 14. That's crazy. Yeah. That's you still wild. a super fan? Yeah. <laughs> I love this podcast. It's so fun. I listen to it on uh, airplanes and while I'm driving. Oh, it's very stupid. <laughs> we talk a lot about poo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. Um, Someone has to. And also pee. Yeah. And yeah. The pee and poo podcast. Like turning pee into poo. Turning pee into poo. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite podcast. thing to do is like Weird Al songs, but about like turning pee to poo because like pee poo me you like it rhymes it's great you can change anything yeah it's like love and drug oh yeah or uh, dj and play there's a lot of common rhymes dj and pee play <laughs> pee play dj <laughs> dj pee play are you familiar is that you yes DJ that's my P-play. that's my soundcloud name <laughs> that i would listen to that just like some cool nightcore about piss <laughs> Piss it's court? out there. Listen, if we're talking about it, it exists. Yeah, it's part the of the web. creative consciousness. If you can imagine it, dipping our feet into there's an entire fetish community online. Yes, <laughs> the yeah. thick hard stream. <laughs> thick hard stream. It's the hard piss highway. <gasps> All right, it is the hard piss highway. Mm-hmm. It's coming up on the anniversary of oh, the song. I'd like to say to any of my crossover fans <laughs> who are not familiar with this podcast and came here for me. Hi. Uh, this is Please what, donate to our Patreon. This is what we do. <laughs> this is normal. <laughs> this is normal. It's not all about waffles, Decker fans. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're co- I remember one was it at Kevin Banner's wedding where you did a set with swearing? Yes. Um because you you work clean and that for some reason bothers everybody. <laughs> I don't know why they get it's so upset so funny. about it. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that it bothers people. I love it. And I'm like you just don't swear. <laughs> And talk about awful things. But you get really mad about stuff like waffles. Yes. And burritos. I get really... Grocery uh, shopping. Uh, I don't know. Enthusiastic? Is that the word? About uh, certain things? Pretty food-based, my comedy. I don't know. It took a turn recently where I really had a big chunk about food. Like when I did Netflix, I, when I was in the process of getting ready for that, it was all food. And... Just kind of by accident. Like, it wasn't intentional. I didn't set out to be like, I'm only going to write about food. But it was just like, that's what I was thinking about. It's a really broad topic, too, that, you know, most people could probably relate to. Yeah. Like, I. So, hey, dummy. (laughs) Great work. Yeah. (laughs) I just talk about the things. And talking about things that people can relate to. (laughs) Oh, how's. Yeah. Explain your success again. (laughs) I don't know. People, People hate me anyway. Um, we well, I don't, you. but I did really like seeing you do swearings during your set. <laughs> yeah. Because it's equally as funny with or without the swearing, yeah. but you swear in real life, so. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Unless I'm around my like a, fiance's no s- family. Soup Yeah, that you like. Yeah, 
I do. I've I've always said that I think uh, swear words are like chips. You know, you got when you have like one or two, you're like, yeah, this is great. Mm-hmm. But then when there's too many chips, everybody's like, we get something other than chips in here. Yeah, <laughs> chips isn't a meal. You can't feed yourself on chips alone. Yes. I do like sometimes when people are funny and they just generally they swear it's punctuating something that upsets them or like it 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 kind of highlights the situation. Yes. But if I'm stuck on a bus with someone who's every other word is fuck, I get really kind of scared of this person. I'm like, yeah, please stop. And sometimes they put a lot of violence into it. Mm -hmm. Like you can always read when people are like. Yeah, because we're going to the fucking store. And then it's like when they say that, it, everybody's like, oh boy, this Oh, this is my yeah. stop. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 ding. This person has some some pent up hate that's going to come out, I think, physically pretty soon. Yeah, at the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Retail nightmare. Um, yeah. Our podcast has also morphed into being a lot about food <laughs> recently, just awesome. in the past year or so. Well, people yeah. buy food every day. It's one of the main things we purchase. Well, hope they can. It's what poo is made of. Yeah, that's, Not mine. That's true as well. Mine's made out of leather. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Tapioca beans. That was like a thing that I just heard about. That like somewhere in China, somebody was using leather instead of tapioca in their bubble tea and what? made somebody really sick. Oh, nice. Just like leather pearls. I don't know if it's true. It this came up at work. Sound real? There's all kind. I saw one that was just. It wasn't. It was just the regular tapioca pearls, but they're like this teen had too much bubble tea. Look at this X-ray of their body, and it's like all these whole round. It's like, uh, they didn't do... leave immediately. It's I like... don't normally do this, but you're. I think about your bubble tea joke a lot. Oh yeah. Like a lot, like I, more than any other joke <laughs> ever told. I told it a lot. I think when we first met, that's probably why. It still hits me really hard because uh, <laughs> bubble tea has really made a big comeback in Vancouver recently. Yeah. And I live on a street with many good looking bubble tea places. Yeah. No idea if I could drink any of it. Probably has gluten in it. So I just don't. I also don't enjoy chewing and drinking at the same time. I always say I'm not smart enough. Um, <laughs> but I feel like it's your bit in my head that I'm, I'm trying to tell people so I can <laughs> pretend I'm that funny. I can't even remember. I've done that joke. I think that was something in there about chewing. You know, if I wanted to choke to death while drinking, I feel like oh no, it's perfectly sized. Yeah, the straw is the same size as the pearl, so it fires the balls right into your breathing tube. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good part of drinking. Anyways, the joke has really stayed with me. Yeah, maybe I should bring that back. It's, be my next well, I album. think that bubble tea is hot. It's right true. Now. It's hot now. Was it ever not hot? I think it's like now it's like on my street, the Starbucks might close down, which I mean, wouldn't be bad. You know, I'm a fan boba of it. Time. But, but it's boba time all the time. It's always the litter. When I wrote that. that bit, it was because I grew up in Ladner, which in order to get out of Ladner, the closest sort of metropolis was Richmond. And so I oh, spent yeah, a lot of time in Richmond. And that's where we would go because bubble tea places were the only place nearby that was open past 11 p.m. Yeah. And so we'd go hang out at bubble tea places. And they had these tempura fries that were so good. And people could smoke in there. What a Shit. Time. Did you ever have the thick toast that they have at some yeah. bubble tea places? Oh, oh that looks so Texas good. Texas toast. It's so it's like double Texas toast. It's so big. It's yeah. like So it's basically two like inches. toast and tea. Yeah. It's like yeah. very, very, <laughs> very colonial. Very British. Yeah. <laughs> um I Sun love never sets on the British Empire. <laughs> I used to go to the bubble tea place like maybe upwards of five times a week when I was in university and they knew me so well that they would just see me come through the door and start making my order. Oh, that's awesome. I would normally get. And then sometimes I would like switch it up and they're like, but what? You don't want mango banana, like half pearl, half coconut jelly. And I'm like, sometimes I want. Yeah. 
It is really good. I've never had a the usual. Like I've gone to places a lot, but mm-hmm. I've never been able to go in and be like, I'll have the usual. Oh my God. Oh, I have, yeah. Growing up, we did that. My whole family had a usual at White Spot. Let's yeah. come on, let's hear it. Uh, mine was a grilled cheese sandwich, pirate okay. pack. You must have been nice. the cutest kid. Like I have to see pictures of you when you're little. Have you never seen photos of me? I think I've seen one, but it's just not enough. I like, have an insatiable appetite <laughs> to see this like incredibly creative only child living in a world where like birds are like king and queen. <laughs> mm. Picture this just with more pigtails. <laughs> Seven and pigtails. Somehow even bigger cheeks. I don't know. Like even because your teeth hadn't grown in from her cheeks. Yeah, and then I think the usual for my dad was like liver and onions, like something real gross. They probably made it nice. They have though. liver and onions. They it's did in people. the in the nineties, at least in wow. Burnaby. <laughs> yeah, in the delis in Montreal, liver and onions always. Yeah, I've yeah. never had organ meats, and I'm. They're pretty sure I'm never going to unless the apocalypse forces me to not be a vegetarian. Yeah. I really like, uh, I made a, a final and last exception for some sweetbreads at a restaurant I like. So which that's a, brain. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I not sure. head cheese was brain. Oh, right. Sweetbread is brain too? I feel like they're glands. Mm. But glands. I'm not 100% sure. But there's a steak, like a little French place that I like in the east, east side. And uh, I was eating there with my friend Warren, former guest. And uh, we were drinking a lot and we were eating a lot and we got sweetbreads. And as just as I was eating them, I was like, I know how these are made. I've seen how these are made. Oh, God. I can't. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> They're rolled in flour and fried in butter. That does seem weird. That, but like, I like them. I the like knowledge the knowledge of texture. How something is made will affect your ability to eat. Like it's it is kind of an interesting psychological. Oh, I think, can't eat like, it because of the gluten. Yeah, like I was thinking they were just like grilled. Okay, and then as I was eating them, I was like, definitely oh, not. Yeah. a grilled. Like it's like people who watch how hot dogs are made, and then they're like, "Whoa, never gonna eat another hot Did dog." Did you see again. that recipe for cold hot dog pie that's on the internet? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's so barfy. Is it's it like, like quiche? Kind of. So it's worth everyone that's listening find the recipe for cold hot dog pie. Should I look it up right now? Yeah, and it's like. That hot dog video is so funny. Like I've watched it so many times. How hot dogs are made. Graham Clark was obsessed with the he video. Was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That I think that's I how I found it. out yeah. about it too. And it is so funny. And I, <laughs> there's like a gif of it playing just yeah. when you Google it. And you need a lot of hot dogs to make this pie. You like blend them and then put them in Barf. the. Yeah, you make like a pate. The first just like it's a hot dog bun crust, and I think the hot dog bun is dusted. He looks so delighted with this idea. I love it. <laughs> And then the hot dogs are so red. <laughs> I just love weird stuff. Like, I think just like the resourcefulness of the previous generations, how they were like, we have spam. Yeah. There's a war. Yeah. We're going to do a lot of stuff with spam. Yeah. Shut up. Like, I do think it's <laughs> <Shut> crazy. <laughs> You're going to like it. We live in such a time of plenty that it's like, I was talking to somebody recently about how insane it is to explain. Like, if you were to go back and explain to even like a king of a land that you're just like, I don't make very much money, but sometimes I eat three, four different animals in one day. Yeah. That's like insane to them. They're like, I'm still eating the boar I killed on the hunt last week. I like, have so much fresh fruit that it goes bad. Yeah, yeah. I throw away bananas every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the thing like in terms of people eating meat three times a day, which is so crazy. It is so crazy. We live in a time that meat is less expensive than fresh produce. Yeah. And that says a lot about kind of the trouble we're in yeah of course <laughs> but um 
Yeah, I try, I'm trying to get down to eating like meat maybe once a day or once every other day. Yeah. And I am... One cold hot dog pie each day. <laughs> I love... Fed. I definitely have considered Directly. getting a hot dog tattoo in the past and still might get a tasteful black and white hot dog tattoo. Um, <laughs> but I can't eat those things. And culturally, like the steamed hot dog in Quebec is like the... Like you're yeah. literally mother's milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the toast days with like the toasted <sighs> yeah. bun. We got at home like always toasted. Always yeah. a toasted bun, but I like a steamed. <laughs> Some people like a soft bun that's like real. It's almost like cake around the mm-hmm. cake I around like the that. wiener. Hot dog cake. Which is <laughs> I just got slightly aroused. Your next move album. We do <laughs> my two favorite my things. And cake I. and wieners. <laughs> cake Congratulations. Around, is it time for cake around the wiener? Stop saying it. I'm like sweating. <laughs> I'm glad we. I think I found my fetish. <laughs> I'm just glad we've moved on from talking about sweetbreads because I looked up what that is. What and are they? It's throat and also sometimes pancreas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've eaten a lot of those in my. Finally, time. the pancreas. Finally, I'm the type of diner that if I'm dining with someone who knows that something is good, I will eat it. But then afterwards, I'm like, I don't think I'll have foie gras again, or I don't think. Yeah. Like I've had foie gras a couple of times, and then I was like, oh, that's how I don't think I want to. I'm glad that I've experienced it. So when people talk about it, I can say, oh, I've had that. I understand why it's good. Mm-hmm. But then I've seen too many videos as to why it is bad. Oh, yeah. it's real bad. It's really honking bad. My fiance will eat uh, anything. That's okay. like her. She lived in Scotland for a while. She loves haggis. Well, I mean, they don't have a lot of choice. Yeah. <laughs> and then like uh, one of her very good friends is Chinese. So we'll go for dim sum. And uh, she and he will have like, Chicken feet. All the, and yeah, all, all the, the stuff on the menu that would make someone like me be like, I, what? Have you tried the squid french fries? No. What? When you go for dim sum, Jessica, you love this. No. <laughs> this uh, conversation is giving me heartburn. <laughs> so it's like calamari, but it's been done in sort of a french fry shape. Mm. So the leg of this, like the arm of the squid has just been basically like breaded and deep fried in a, looks like a huge french fry. Oh, that's cool. So good. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's podcast. Okay. And then hit us with a retail nightmare. Uh, well, I did have to buy an engagement ring recently. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> so sincere. Which is, it is uh, exciting. I don't She's, know why I said it like that. I did have to person. buy one. had to because of the patriarchy. Yeah, that's kind of. That's you a know. big purchase, I'm assuming, unless you cheaped out. Yes. No, I did not. Um, I think that, well, it's just like I was dreading it. For the sole reason that I despise interacting with salespeople of any kind. Okay. Well, we I can hate leave. the whole idea of c- commission sales. Yeah. And the like, they play all these different games with you. They make you feel Checkers. small. Yeah. Go fish, my favorite. Yeah. Cake around the wiener. Cake around the wiener. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Never. They never play that one. That's your favorite game. That's the one I want them to play. <laughs> I know. Wow. But uh, yeah, I just can't. I And I know it's because I'm like a, a soft, I want people to be happy. So I feel extra bad when I don't buy the extended warranty and I walk away with like, like what I hate is when the salesperson like continues the... The upsell. Like you've already said no, you've paid, it's over, and yeah. you're walking out, and they, they're still giving you toot on the way out the door, like, hmm. Does that yeah. happen when you're buying an engagement ring? It happens when I buy literally anything. <laughs> maybe it's your personality. <laughs> I think maybe. Or I'm just very, like, 
I, Maybe you just feel guilty. I don't like saying no to people. Oh, I didn't know that. And I don't like that. It's like the hardest thing to do. Well, and so like any store now, like even if you bu- go to like Shoppers Drug Mart or CVS for the American listeners, Walgreens, Walgreens, when even that interaction is like, here's my purchase, and then they're like, okay, and then every other question is like a no, qu- where they're like, would you like a bag? And you're like, no. Would you oh. like to join our thing? And you're like, no. Do you want a receipt? No. Do you want to like, donate to charity? Do you want to donate Never. to this? No. And sometimes I say yes to like something just to say yes in that interaction. That's so interesting. Yes, I will have a receipt. Finally, something I can agree and be positive about. They just, but no is the natural answer for all of those questions. Yeah. So you're not doing anything wrong. So it's the actual no word that's bringing up something for yeah, you. Yeah, I don't like, uh, I just want to have an interaction where it's like this, everything went as planned. So you're just want to be an improviser <laughs> um maybe yeah <laughs> you have to yes and at a till you keep adding i can't stop buying gum <laughs> not just one bag but all your bags <laughs> yes and that would be so funny bag. you have like a box of advil would you like a, ba- a bag <laughs> yes <laughs> can i have 17 bags <laughs> yeah but the, the, yeah. the commission sales i think is is the worst because that entire industry, like electronics especially, is yeah. like they don't. There's not a big markup because it's such a competitive industry, like phones, TVs, that kind of stuff. They really make their money on extended warranties and like stuff that isn't real. They're not even selling you a thing. Yeah, they're yeah. selling you an idea, a concept, which is like like the, nobody should be buying the extended warranty on anything. I've never, never bought, do. I've never done. Yeah, it, ever. but people do it, and and people are like, oh, you gotta get the protection plan because then it's you know they'll do that on like a toaster oven, and yeah. you're like, why on anything <laughs> when everybody knows the best form of extended warranty is just go back and buy the same product, put the broken one in the new <laughs> box, and return it. That's free. That costs you nothing. Do that. It's not stealing. It's life an hack. warranty. It's a life hack. <laughs> your Every product broke. We talk uh, about stuff like this. You, your personality is like so interesting. <laughs> it blows my mind. This is like chip loft again. <laughs> Everybody, listen to episode fourteen. <laughs> oh, uh, chip loft dicker. <laughs> but it's like I don't. If something's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong within the first whatever. So it's like you can just take it That's back. That's true. Like right away. Yeah. Like you could plug it in. So often those I'll buy something that isn't like usually it's a kitchen gadget because I love kitchen gadgets and I plug mm-hmm. it in and it doesn't work because there's a safety on it somewhere and then you have to find that safety and then it's fine. But I will always have the phone to my ear when I'm like, wait a second, there's a safety somewhere on this. Don't call them. Yeah. I'm like, my response is Cuisinart 14 cup professor and it doesn't work. And I like flip it over. Press this button. <laughs> but that's also like, that's on them for not making that clear enough. Oh, I don't read anything. She doesn't read instructions. <laughs> no. That's fine. Nobody does. I know. Find a way I've never to make learned it, how like, to use any of my appliances Make a properly. big, like the cover of the <laughs> manual should just be like, before you start, like a big red arrow, like press this. I had that happen with a bed that I got from Ikea. Like it clearly says on the first page, you need two people to put this together. And four hours later and a full tantrum, I was like. Someone help oh, me. Yeah. I think there's two guys here in this picture for a reason. Yeah. I had a, a couch like that, and it was very funny because it was like, yeah, the friend, like have a friend. And the yeah. friend's job was literally just to like hold a thing Your for the whole time. They're not even working. <laughs> They're just standing there being like, just lean this against a person. But yeah. that's like the perfect reason to ask someone to do something like uh having moved recently and Jessica coming over for the last bit of it and then leading up to the move, I realized how tired I am of asking people for help. 
Like mm-hmm. it's just like oh, I hate doing it. Yeah, I want to be. You want to be self sufficient. Did you have to interact with U-Haul, the worst company in the history of the world? No, I in the last two moves have hired a moving company called Guys and Dollies. Uh, they're local and they're great. Sweet. Yeah, That's they great. do. How many episodes of U-Haul have you guys talked about? None. <laughs> really? I, I can tell you want to talk about. It. They're the worst company what ever. Happened? Just not, they're never organized. They never have enough trucks. It always takes a long time to get that one van. Always and it's takes always forever. got like seven dents. And then again, they want to upsell you on yeah. like, did you want uh, tie downs? Do you want a dolly? Do you want a dolly? Do you want carpets? To... Did you need boxes today? Yeah, you want boxes. And then they want to sell you on uh, on their storage. Like I remember when I was moving once, they were like, did you want to, we have a storage. You could like store stuff here if you want. And I was All like, no, I have a storage <laughs> locker drive. in my building. He's like, oh, those no good. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard horror stories. I love that sales technique. I've heard horror stories. I'm like, oh, you like, look, like what? And they're like, you know, floods, fires. I'm like, doesn't sound that horrible. Probably yeah. insurance. That if doesn't happen here. If it's in a storage locker, you don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything that's in the it below gonna be the, doing me a favor. <laughs> yeah. If you're storing it below the crust of the earth, you probably don't really need it. Yeah. I feel like because. Uh, I'm trying to think of like, but I, I, the last thing I bought when they're like, we do like an extended warranty. I don't know what it was, but I bought a fan on Amazon a couple of weeks ago because it's like a great fan apparently. And it's like whisper quiet, which is not really what I want living on Canby Street. And to save a bit of money, I ordered it from Amazon, which is so dumb because I waited five days and then had to go and pick it up from a post office, which is not mm-hmm. what I wanted. I could have yeah. just put it in a cab and spent 10 extra dollars. Yeah. But yeah, they're always like, buy this warranty. And I'm like, this fan's going to last me for life. It is $150. Yeah. Like, if this doesn't last me for life, somebody at this this company, I'm going to make them cry. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll be like 90. <laughs> Hank will be beside me. He'll have a gray beard. <laughs> That's going to be a fucking old dog. That's amazing. Like, bionic Hank. Oh, man. You're 90? <laughs> yeah. Hank's going to be like... We're going to have so many glass eyes just as we collect them. <laughs> <laughs> just like that'll be the new currency. <laughs> like how many eyes do you have? But the thing about warranties, because I don't know anything about electronics, uh, it makes... I think maybe I got one for my laptop or maybe I didn't. That's kind of smart though. But they still make it difficult They make it impossible to, to redeem it. Use it. Yeah. That's the other problem. So I bought it once for a phone. I mm-hmm. was like, okay, it's only $5 a month right i i might drop my phone i don't like having a case on my phone so because uh, it doesn't fit in jeans then you're such a rebel so mm-hmm. i might drop it it'll break but this way i'm covered i can just get a new phone then i did break the phone this is like a year later but i was like ah, i've got the thing so i went in and i was like yeah i've got this protection plan and they're like yeah uh so you just drop off the phone with us and we'll get it back to you uh probably about 14 days and I'm like, you want me to be without a phone for two full weeks? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just how long it takes. I was like, do you have a loaner phone that I can use while you... And they're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's insanity. Like, it, you know, when, when I worked for the for Bell, when it was flip phones, it was like, you're sending your phone in to get repaired. You get a loaner phone yeah. for that time. Now they're just like, figure it out. Yeah, I, I dropped my phone a couple of weeks after getting it and... Uh... I had had that sim- a similar thing. And when I was buying my phone online, which, you know, it's one great reason not to buy a phone online. <laughs> um, and of course, I'm not buying a phone. It's just part of a contract along mm-hmm. with Fido, which I won't do again. I will just buy a phone. But I kept trying to choose the same program for the Apple phone because it's moving from a Google phone to an yeah. iPhone. And it wouldn't let me do it, but I kept choosing it. And I put a note in the thing of the receipt. I'm like, I can't get it. Can you make sure you, like, you add 
Yeah. The protection, because the Google phone I dropped over a hundred times and it finally broke. Yeah. Great phone. Pixel, love it. Fuck. Anyways, uh, so I dropped my phone, you know, maybe a week after I bought it. it was so badly damaged. Uh, I still haven't gotten a phone call from Fido, and it's been almost a year. It'll be a year the first week of August. I'm what? still waiting a phone call back. One about... calendar year. Yeah, they've never returned the last uh, contact. I Great. had to pay to get it fixed yeah. out of pocket. And you pay monthly for this. Oh, and so much. Because <laughs> I don't I don't shop around. Yeah. We're but you were telling us a story off. about buying an engagement ring, and we yeah. got sidetracked. Well, that was pretty, pretty much what I wanted to do is be mad about salespeople. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I bought it. It was great. Uh, the thing that's fun about buying a diamond is that it's uh, also the diamond industry is like, again, an industry that is propped up by nothing. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where it's like, it's sparkly and some of them are more expensive than others. Oh, why? Well, let me show you with a microscope. It's like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. So they bring you in. So the first thing that when you buy diamond is you have to sit down and have take a class on why you're paying so much. Oh my God. For really? this diamond. About yeah. They're the like, case? come in here. And then Talk there's like a little... Talk about blowing smoke right into your ass. Yeah. They pull up a computer screen and they have these like diagrams of like diamonds of different lengths and they show you how light goes in it's like see this diamond light goes in and just goes out the bottom not sparkly <laughs> this one it goes in it bounces out the top and i'm like this is a drawing though <laughs> like this isn't you happening can make it in do re- anything yeah it's like the toothbrush commercials so they're, convincing they show- you, they're convincing you to spend more money yeah they show the computer animated bristles on the teeth and we're all supposed to be like, that's probably real teeth. No, that's a cartoon, you fool. Any of those oh, no. medicine commercials where you see like a magic wave of like blue healing come through and yeah, fix yeah. you and you're like, yes, this is what I need like to do. deposits to- in, in it and it's like, they're gone. It's like the Drano commercials <laughs> yeah. too where they're like, ooh, and then oh, they I don't show it going down the rest of the drain and then into a dolphin's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then that dolphin dies. Calm. <laughs> <laughs> That's at the bottom of every drain. That's like the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a human filter. centipede of dolphins at the end of every sewage pipe, just spitting into each other's blowholes. <laughs> yeah, they are kinky as fuck. Um, that's bonkers. Yeah, so they have to. Sh- they show you about all the different grades of like diamond, and then they're like, like carrots. But it's and- all it's like a pyramid scheme that you're just oh, it's micro pyramid scheme where you get all involved in. suckered into. And it's like it's all magic because it's like none of this is visible with the human eye. <laughs> so it's like this even weirder thing where they're like, uh, unless you have like one of those like jeweler's loops, but even mm-hmm. then it's like nobody really knows what to look for. The funny thing though is I've talked to a few people from Vancouver. And apparently one of the like courses people, a lot of people take at UBC, it's like on the list of like, if you need extra credit, there's these yeah, like five. A- and one of the five is like introduction to gem. Oh my gosh. And it's something where they teach you how to use one of those. Whoa. So I know a few people who, when they were buying their engagement ring, were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a course on this. And the salesperson immediately just like fell apart like a house of cards. <laughs> and was like, oh no, I don't have all of my skill knowledge to trick you with. My skill knowledge. <laughs> I wish I took that course. I wish I would have known about it. Yeah. You would have gotten a lot of that course for sure. I Instead, I took the like fourth year biology course where it's like plants in society and you get to just eat so much food. <laughs> 
It's so fun. It's just celery. It's <laughs> no, like good, good plants. Okay. We got to have uh, those. What are they called? Miracle berries that change. Oh, the taste super taster berries. Yeah, or whatever? yeah, yeah. Those are awesome. That's very. I really exciting. want to try that. Was it as cool as? So cool, and yeah. it lasts for a while. So I took it out at UBC, then got on the bus, went over to my boyfriend's house. His family was all there I like cut open a lemon and just ate it in front of them and they were all like what are you doing and I was like taste delicious yeah super t- or it's like taste tripping flavor tripping flavor parties. tripping yeah That's yeah, what, yeah. what yeah. are the berries called um it what well, was like miraculin or miracle berries yeah they were in the 70s there was like all these farms of them that they were gonna you know be the next miracle thing for people who are diabetic so they won't eat oh yeah sugar and stuff and then big sugar shut them down. Of course. There's like a whole. Oh, a I whole... hate sugar so much. <laughs> the Fanul family. The amount of ugh, just the whole fact that like for generations we've all been eating no fat and lots of sugar, which is like fat doesn't make you fat. It makes you smart. No, <laughs> fat, fat is good for you. They're good. But a 100 percent fat diet or a ketogenic diet. No. No proof that that's not. 100 of anything is bad. You're supposed to eat everything. Sugar is really bad. I'm going to give you that. Sugar is horrible. Sugar is really bad. And the way that it's been like inserted into everything in our lives is like. Oh yeah, like processed food is there's like unanimously like very bad decision to just eat things from boxes. But (laughs) guess what? Everyone did, and now no one knows how to cook, and it's really sad. Well, it's also like we. It's so hard to not because like food goes bad so fast when it's not processed, and like all the the time of your. It's like if you really want to be like okay, I just it's like what you. Have to commit a lot of hours. To, that's your thing now. You're you like, doing a bit. I go to the butcher. <laughs> I gotta go to the market. <laughs> Instead of being like, I just have food. <laughs> yeah. It's like cooking is now a f- three-hour. It does reflect the lives that we're leading. Yeah. Which are like not a lot of downtime. Yeah. I think living in such a small apartment and having such a tiny kitchen and like no pantry whatsoever makes it really easy to eat well because I just have to get small amounts of food. So I just like grab whatever can fit in my backpack on the way home and then like it doesn't doesn't go bad. But also having like a food bottomless pit like Jay, who I live with, it's also just like stressful because it's like we have no food ever. Yeah. But I I will never be one of those people who has mysterious stuff in their fridge that they don't know when it's from. <laughs> I know when everything is from. I remember growing up, my fridge was so full. Like it was the most yeah. insane. But it was like, I would open it and be like, I don't know what any of this is. Yeah. And it's like full up to the front and you don't even like venture back into it. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't eat any of this. This is all just like. It's all maraschino cherries. Yeah. <laughs> But there was a lot of like, yeah, I don't know. My grandma was uh, canned a lot of stuff. She's from the uh, prairies, yeah. old school, like settler Canadian. Did she, she can peaches? Yes. They would do a peach canning every, whenever peaches come in. I don't know anymore because everything's available all the time. Not um, peaches. <laughs> oh, really? Not really. Like summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would do strawberries. Time. There was a lot of strawberry fields uh, forever. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. She would put John Lennon. Strawberry preserves. R.I.P. Those yeah. are the best. Yeah, they'd make, uh, her and my mother would do like jam. She would do mint jelly for lamb, um, which I never saw her do. We just had a lot. I think she did a lot in the 70s. And it's like, we don't have lamb that often. Yeah. <laughs> We're sitting on a dill dirge. Is that the word? Of uh, Dearth. A mint dearth. <laughs> a dirge is like a, a sad a funeral song. Okay. <laughs> A We're real sitting dirge on a dirge. Of mint jelly. That's probably accurate. <laughs> the mint jelly well. dirge. That sounds like a vaudeville. 
like class. It's like that song, The Entertainer, like da na 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 na. It's like he's gonna he's coming in doing the mint death jelly dirge. <laughs> All the kids are doing a new dance. It's called the mint jelly dirge, and it leads to cake around the wiener. <laughs> I'm back in. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't understand like that, that, uh, desire to be like, here's some fresh fruit instead of eating it now, I'm going to like put it in syrup. Oh, it's because there wouldn't be any fresh food the no, whole winter. No, I understand oh, okay. the concept then, but now like oh, yeah. why someone would do that now. Like my mom keeps texting me about how she's making jam and Can I'm like, she texts me about how she's making jam. Cause I'm in, please. <laughs> I, I, I know. I just always go, Oh wow. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, wow, cool. <laughs> yeah. And so today she texted me, she's like, finally finished that jam. And I was like, what do you need this much jam for? And she said, I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day. And I was like, how old? are you That's so delicious 11. but it's also like it's so much work and and then i feel like it's just like a self-perpetuating thing like she it takes so long to make so then she's like well i have to eat this so i can make some more of it yeah like I a think peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's like a seventy-five cent lunch. That's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, she is. This retired. is why millennials can't buy a house. <laughs> too much exactly. avocado toast. They're not doing not enough PB and J. Have a PB and J every day. Have too many allergies. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I got. I went to IKEA on the weekend. Oh my goodness! And I got cloudberry jam. What's that? It's really good. They just look like little. I don't know. Sort of like light colored raspberries or something it's a little bit Pretty. tart and there's like big crunchy seeds in them but well, they're actually cool. like delicious yeah I, there's a lot of like sub level every type of food i don't know why we've all been addicted to these like headliners yeah the main the main berries Maybe like there's lots of berries that are great. see that's how i feel about so many grocery stores you just get locked into buying the same you know 15 things yeah. and you're like okay these top three vegetables that we always get. And I'm like, there's all these other weird things. There's like ramps. Yeah. 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 There's a, in the tuber family alone, like the fact yeah. that we're all eating russet potatoes, there were, there used to be like so many different species of potatoes. Yeah. And like in South America, they have all these awesome potatoes. They're like long. Yeah. And cool. And they're like kind of sweet, Wiener. which is great. Apples too. There was like, there used to be so many different species of apples. And then like throughout North America, it was very much like, eh. and the same thing happened with wheat. Everything's yeah. just being pared down just into industrialization this, like, of our food one system. Type of grain. Grains are good too, right? This like Jessica always buys like fun rice. Yeah, fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Rice. Oh my god. There's lots of fun rice out there, like purple and red rice and black rice. And- yeah, like fish are bad because everybody only wants like the same six fish. But it's like you know, big the ocean's most of the earth. <laughs> There's so many different fish in there. Yeah, eat everything. Eat the different eat the ones. Whole ocean. Eat all the guys. Yeah. yeah. No, I I maintain this is like my uh, choice for the world right now. I'm like everybody needs to just like stay out of the ocean for like ten years. We gotta I give would it a agree break. with that. I was everybody thinking I would get in- out. increase my <laughs> yeah. fish consumption. No fish, but no then- nothing. Everyone leave the ocean alone for like ten Let years. Let it kind of rebalance. Let everything well, get still, figured out. Still go there to take stuff out of the ocean that shouldn't be in there. Like no, nope. get I the like plastic out. Let there. that settle. <laughs> yeah, let's just let it go down to the bottom. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, get everything out. The fish will tire themselves out from eating yeah. the plastic. The ocean's like a party that's been going on for like a hundred years. <laughs> it's just garbage <laughs> everywhere. It's like a music... The ocean's basically like a giant music festival that we've all just been like throwing cups on the yeah, ground. the ocean is Coachella. And now it's... Yeah. 
Yeah. Or Burning I'm glad Man. You guys brought that up. It's been really bumming me the out. The ocean's a hundred year Coachella that's like, shut it down. <laughs> this actually <laughs> leads perfectly into my retail nightmare. What's that? Well, I was thinking, you guys know I love straws. Um, so that they're readily unavailable now is like a little bit challenging, but I own many stainless steel straws. I Great. never have one with me when I really want one. But um, a couple of times when I haven't had my cup at Starbucks and I've taken a cup from them, the cold drinks now come in this really cool. The sippy cup. Sippy cup. Mm-hmm. And today I stopped by to get a huge cup of tea and... They have all these like beautiful drinks. Like they're not like exquisite in the way that they actually taste, but their ideas and the way that people enjoy them delights me to no end. Like people are drinking basically milkshakes all mm-hmm. day long, and I love that. Starbucks sells milk. This is my hot take. Yeah, they're a milk salesman. Sales, I know. If I accidentally order That's something and don't say there. like dairy free, I'm like, please no dairy. <laughs> Coffee's not that expensive. Milk is yeah. what costs six dollars a drink. Oh yeah, but they have um these cool these cool new drinks that have a, a lid on them that looks like a sippy cup. Mm-hmm. And f- the nitro cold brew. And I, w- I asked uh, today when I was getting my uh, cup of tea if the sippy cup was meant to replace straws. Because a man, of course, he got his drink, walked away, came back, and then took a big straw and put it in the, the thing. And I was like, I said, excuse me, I have a dumb question. And the barista was very sweet. And she's like, oh, this is going to be good. Um, I'm like, <laughs> do I pee pee? <laughs> she's like, what? And I'm like, um, <laughs> Uh, I said, is the sippy cup to replace straws? She said, yep. And I'm like, does it drive you crazy every time you see someone put a straw? She's like, furious. (laughs) It's just so funny, (laughs) like perfectly timed. (laughs) So um, in everyone's effort to kind of reduce waste, like, I mean, we're still getting disposable cups, like only parts of them are recyclable for the most part. I think that whole cup is recyclable um, and their whole other cup is like compostable or recyclable now, but it's still waste. But I just love that they've gone to this extreme effort to cut down on this straw situation. Probably spent like thousands of dollars on design. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. Like I've had it and I'm like, oh, this is very comforting. (laughs) And the places that have switched to like paper straws, they're just getting lambasted to no end by their customers being like, I hate this paper straw. And I'm like, is the liquid still getting into your mouth? Yes. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) The paper straw, uh, I don't get a lot of like to go cold drinks, uh, but... Uh, whole food smoothies do the paper straw and like and i do not savor things and i cannot get through one of those they do the sippy cup now do they yeah i got oh, one this great. week and it was the sippy cup yeah that's cool felt like a real big girl yeah <laughs> i um i just that kind of intersection of like the thoughtfulness behind design and then the application of like habits and like trying to break habits and trying to reduce plastic yeah. and then of course the bigger discussion of these single-use items versus like the example of industrial fishing in the ocean and what really is the the issue yeah most um, of the ocean straws is very bad plastic bags very bad single-use things very bad industrial fishing it just is huge that's crazy. like one of the biggest contributors to plastic in the ocean people think it's straws because of the yeah. picture of the sea turtle but it's like most of it is discarded fish nets like it's, that's a huge problem yeah, and yeah. and the thing that people don't understand about recycling is it's like that's not the solution recycling it's is not good buying. it's okay but like as countries get more and more developed a lot of them are stopping taking on recycling because it's not something they want to do anymore. And it's like, it's single use is bad in whatever form, unless it's like perfectly biodegradable, like a banana Mm. peel. You eat it, throw it in the forest. It grows a tree. Yeah. No, that's Big not. Banana I know tree. how bananas. And then the bears eat the bananas. They don't grow from the and bears. And they do a little bananas. dance. <laughs> they do like a Chiquita banana lady dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really cute. Um, I read this article that was very interesting 
about how basically I think it was Coca-Cola, was no, it? No, I've never heard of them. Um, <laughs> they started ad campaigns back in the 60s, I believe it was, that basically turned the guilt, put it onto the everyday person for littering, thinking that like you not recycling or you littering is what's the problem when in fact it's like mostly industrial waste. Yeah. And it was like all those ad campaigns with like the single tear rolling down mm-hmm. and the... Basically, some madmen thought it up, and it was, I'm pretty sure it was Coca Cola that was behind it all. Sure. And then they were like, haha. A lot of stuff. Yeah, they didn't know good. (laughs) Um, Also, like putting sugar into children's uh, hands. It's, yeah. It's like the same thing with climate change. It's like the fact that it's still being dumped onto us as, like, figure it out comedian guy. (laughs) It's like, what about the companies that could do a lot? Mm, Nope. Well, as somebody, I met someone over the weekend and she was pregnant and she said, like, I feel really, really torn because of climate change. And I was like, "Eh, it's not going to be, that's not going to, that's, it's one more child's not going to be the problem. Like if you can give your child a beautiful life, then I think you're making a great choice. Yeah, it's that whole thing about like birth rates plummeting because everybody's sad about the world right now. They should be, everyone should be concerned, but it's like, it is like, it's going to the point where people can't, like, I am not a person that will have kids. The decision to have children for other people is none of my business, but it felt felt very bad because as like a person that's concerned about climate change, I do see like overpopulation obviously is a big issue, but when Mm -hmm. you see it like brought down to someone's life and their dreams and their hopes and what they saw for their life, it's like, I don't really get a say oh, well, you know, every kid, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's well, like, there's a lot of space in like, Canada, too. Just fuck off, Alicia. Like, <laughs> more people should say that to me. I The thing that I get told a lot, and I don't know why, I think because I am a young person without a child, is like parents holding children in their arms will just look at me and be like, fuck my life, never have a kid. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you know that your kid can hear what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like, That's awful. It happens so often. That's so weird. And I'm sort of like, I'm way ahead of you. Like, yeah, already got a vasectomy over here. Not me, but Jay. And then she's like, cool. Uh, you should uh, give out prizes for people who get vasectomies. And I'm like, what? Like, just, <sighs> it's okay. Like, don't have buyer's remorse on a child, so please. So many people have it. And then they think it's like they're being cool and like yeah, yeah. bonding with me. And I'm yeah, like, Yeah, that's a weird thing too when they try to bond with people who don't have kids. Yeah, and they're, and they're like, like, I hate it. This sucks, right? Ugh. You get it. And it's Ugh. like, I, if I could see myself in that situation, like see my parents looking at me being like, fuck, never have a kid. Yeah. I'd be so sad. I'd be like, you don't <laughs> love me, mommy? Like, Oh, I 100% agree. That makes me furious because kids hear everything. Yeah, it's going to come out in therapy in like 25 years. Therapy at the bottom of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> Coachella. Yeah. 2069. I think there's a whole bunch of things going on, too, where like a lot of parents feel very isolated. Yeah. And they sure. never anticipate what it's going to feel like. I think a lot of women feel very judged. I think their lives change completely. And uh, there's no there's no that story. Like that story started starting to come out a bit more. But like it's not an idyllic kind of life to have a a child when you especially like can't live life the way you want 
expected. No. And I don't know that anyone anticipates how that makes them like, feel. I think yeah. you're totally allowed to have that feeling and like want to express it. But I don't know. It just like seems like it's expressed to me like a lot. Yeah, they're, they think they're like doing you a favor by being like, uh, like it's like if you were uh, hanging out with a vegetarian, you were just like eating meat and being like, "This is gross." I'm mm, like, so I'm a big gross. pig, right? Ugh, don't <laughs> mm, you made the right choice? Gross meat. Ooh, I hate it. It's like <laughs> just to each her own. Yeah, just do your yeah, thing. It's okay. <laughs> I also feel like there's this weird like sometimes hostility between people that chose not to have kids and people that do. Where I'm like, no, I love kids, and this would not have been. Yeah. Wasn't necessarily like a thing that wasn't going to do and then didn't do it. And like psychological and like emotional abuse and physical abuse, all that stuff is just that realm of like those things that happen to kids really bugs me. So don't. Uh, it really bugs me too. Really bugs me. <laughs> like don't joke about not wanting them here because like they didn't ask to be here. They're the yeah. future. I was actually the first child who ever asked to be born. I know that about you, which is so cool. cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> like I want to be here. I want to be here and I want to like collect a bunch of owl figurines and then like <laughs> live in a little studio apartment. <laughs> That's awesome. There's a bunch of owl figurines over there. I saw you looking. What's your favorite kind of owl? Um, I thought you said elf like, oh, and I was like, no I did elves. not know I would love an elf figurine. My favorite kind of owl. I don't know if I have. I like the one that can like transform into like different, like it can get really tall and skinny and looks oh, really yeah. different. There's like a Japanese. I call him the what? elevator owl. Oh, wow. Um, I'll find it for you. Uh, I've only ever met a few owls. I worked at a wildlife sanctuary oh. when I was in high school as a, I mean, it wasn't retail exactly, but, <laughs> but it's a perfect it was job. a nightmare. No, but there's a, there's a very cute owl called a sawwet owl, which is like, it's the most adorable, just like tiny little guy or lady. Um, but, whoa. He can just turn real skinny. That is great. But it's like they're <laughs> He's really cute, Jessica. I did not know about him. <laughs> they're uh they're dicks, the sawwet owls. Like they're very mean. <laughs> and I had to like hold one down while we gave it shots oh. of Patron because he was a party owl. <laughs> no, uh obviously it was medicine. But uh yeah, they were like, just so you know, uh these guys are pretty mean. Don't go in their cage without a supervisor. Uh, there was some, was Graham's joke, or he told me that owls are the one pet that once they reach maturity, they, their whole goal in life is to kill you. Oh, really? Yeah. So like they're very... I would never think of them as a pet. Right. Of course. <laughs> you are thinking right. Pigeons. Oh, my gosh. It's not time for Pupo of the Week yet, but I have a Pupo of the Week already. It like you were looking at it. Something. I was just I was remembering like, this really wonderful baby pigeon I saw. Um, oh. What was the name of that owl? The, the, the dick? Sawwet. S-A-W-W-H-E-T. Once when I was at Capilano Suspension Bridge, you know, with visiting family, there was um, like a bird rescue place there. Yeah. Like just showing they had birds of prey and they had owl, like owls, of course, are birds of prey, but... Um, Oh yeah, those are. They had one of those. Yeah, <laughs> was, they're so adorable. They're so, they're little. so cute. And they're, yeah, they're very. They're very little. They're like a little uh, uh, softball of fun. They almost look like an ook pick or something. Like they don't look real. Yeah, they look like a collectible uh, tourist. Gosh, they're beautiful figurine. Yeah, I just have like tons of books of like paintings of owls That's from cool. probably like 150 years ago. So I don't know what any of them are. And I don't know if the people painting them had ever even seen owls before. <laughs> it is kind of funny how when, think, when you're a kid, people really 
sort of pigeonhole you into like because they want to know what your favorite animal is. Yeah. Like, what's your favorite animal? And then like my brothers and I each had one. Dinosaur. And then it's like every gift is like Is that forever? So until yeah. you have to get like your own voice like loud enough to be like enough yeah, I, want I don't money. want any more dinosaur stuff <laughs> like, like that's not true by the way please keep sending me well what was your favorite animal and or things with googly eyes stuck to them oh, uh, right. which i love i have a bag of googly eyes on me right now oh i put them on things and are you gonna favorite. am i gonna find some stuff in here with the googly eyes no on it when i would I never do that to someone without their permission uh, you have my permission my permission mushroom um <laughs> Uh, what was your question? What was your favorite animal? When I was a kid? Yeah. I uh, should know this because you've been to come draw with me so often. Yeah. It really shifted a lot because uh, my brother's was tiger and I really liked tigers, but it wasn't allowed to be tiger because <laughs> my brother was liked tigers. It was already tigers. taken. <laughs> it was already taken. So then I went dragons, but like that's not real. Yeah. So I, was, uh, I went through a real dragon obsessed phase, real draconology boy. I was able to... Did you draw them a lot? Because your brother's an artist. Yeah. Yeah, both my brothers are very uh, good at like drawing, mm-hmm. and I can't draw at all. I drew a lot of like, like you know, when you're a kid, and it would be like a moving cartoon. Like you draw a helicopter, it'd be like a dotted line, and then you'd like <laughs> scribble the out the person, like, make sound effects. I did that a lot. I love those drawings; they're so cute. Yeah, and then uh, I think turtles I liked for a long time. Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like. Uh, I went to Hawaii, and I got to snorkel with sea turtles and they were so cool because they're just like these hard underwater birds (laughs) that uh they're so sweet how big are they they're pretty big they're like the size of a manhole cover oh wow and uh we went to a turtle cleaning station which was awesome so that's where they like they line Uh, up it's like finding Nemo. like they line up like it's a car wash they just like wait their turn and then one of them like pulls in like sits on the bed of the sea and all these little fish like eat all the algae off them That's so and then when cute. they're done they just go away and the next in line is like mm. i thought it was this turtle cleaning station where you got to clean the turtle That's and i was like i, I would love to do that no. i was to like a service to, to a turtle oh, I, I would like, get right into the folds i'd be like you're yeah. all good to go now bud yeah they're like it's illegal to touch the turtles of course yeah of course sure. i'm so yeah. sorry i even suggested it but uh <laughs> no i would love to clean you if you go you can volunteer i almost I think I did, but I never followed up because it's a two-year-long waiting list to volunteer at the Galapagos tortoise. <gasps> like, you can go to the Galapagos Islands and, like, help out with the... Now, I think the waiting list is much more like you have also have to have a degree yeah. or some sort of reason. Yeah, like, there's, yeah. like, new rules about going there, I think. Yeah, like, you can't just be, be a random person who wants to help out. You it's have like to be, like... Do she wants to take a selfie with a yeah, yeah. tortoise. Also, shout out to the Galapagos, one of the best Kurt Vonnegut books. I do really like that book. Yeah. It's very good. Very yeah, good. I, I think I'll reread that this summer. It's instead of uh, all of the other books that I've purchased and not had. <laughs> I have it. I have it here. I can lend it to you. Oh, I don't think I have a copy anymore. I would love to borrow it. It good. Um, yeah, that's exactly what happened with me with the, these owls. Like most of these are figurines that were given to me by my grandmother, who was the one who decided that every young girl needs something to collect and Jessica will collect owls. Mm-hmm. And then... People would come over and see them and then buy me owl jewelry. So I have like maybe 10 pairs of owl earrings, like maybe 10 owl necklaces, owl sweaters, owl everything. Yeah. And then I had to put a stop to it. Yeah. I don't have any room for stuff anymore. <laughs> no. And uh, after moving and like I have all these like sentimental, like they're truly valuable to me. And I'm sure that uh, when I die, that opinion will not be shared. <laughs> um <laughs> But I feel emotionally like, okay, like I have what I need. I have like bits of my friends 
living friends. I have bits of my friends around the house. <laughs> no dead ones. Um, but it's uh, also like, yeah, okay, like, uh, like we've got, we've got it. I've got it. No more. Yeah. Little, like a, a beautiful little additions. I'm trying to do like a one in, one hey, out sort of thing. I do but want. It's hard. I do yeah. want everybody out there to look for a vintage ceramic tiger for me. Send me pictures. I will have it shipped. Wow. I saw one in somebody's house and it's so cute. And just so a tiger, funny. like not a lamp or not. No, a... it's just like it just kind of sits there and it looks kind of funny and it's cute. I like the ones that are like green. Oh, um, like the, made out of jade. The jaguar one. No, just like a painted green with like black stripes oh, yeah. or like gold Did stripes. Like Abby Shumka has one. Oh, really? Yeah. A little one. Nice. So do you want to do a segment? <laughs> this has been Tiny Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite tiny tiger? So Ivan. Yes. If you were chosen to go into space to save the world from a meteor. Yes. What food would you bring with you? Space food. Space food. One food forever. And it has to fit inside a tube sock. No, you can have like dehydrated whatever that yeah. they have, but you get one special food. A one secret special like your, special snack. Your desert island food, but you're also in space. Yeah. Um, I think I would take coffee. Is there coffee on the spacecraft? Yeah. Because yeah. I would need to bring that if yeah. not. Yeah, there's going to be coffee. Okay. Um, then I am going to bring probably peanut butter. <laughs> Crunchy peanut butter. Crunchy? Does yeah. it get like stuck in between your teeth? Full and your crunch. Gums? I want like almost full peanuts in there. Wow. Like shells and everything. Yeah. So that when you <laughs> eat a spoonful of it, it really feels like you're eating a handful of peanuts that someone chewed a bit. First. Oh, oh yeah. like your mama bird. <laughs> it's like halfway chewed, just pure peanuts. <laughs> sounds good. I have a food I want to bring into space. Yeah. What is it? Um, you know those blue diamond smoked almonds? Oh, yeah. Like in. from yeah. vending machines? Yeah. yeah. I want to bring that They're up. so good. They're, They're so like $7. Good. <laughs> yeah, they have them in like, gas stations a lot. Yeah, they have a, but I like finding them in a retail scenario where they are marked up so much, like movie theater, oh, sporting yeah. event, airplane. Starbucks has a kind of version of them. Yeah, and sometimes it'll be like... Honestly, six fifty for like ten <laughs> almonds. Yeah, you're like that's sixty five cents an almond. <laughs> I bought a bag of like um, like a kind of similar thing. They just said like uh, roasted or smoked almonds. I can't remember, and it said like six thirty nine. And I was like, oh, that's a great price for almonds. I went to the cash, and they were, they were well over ten dollars, uh, of course, because it's a huge bag of almonds. But every day I get to work, and I'm like, hey, almonds. I'm gonna yeah. have like ten. They're so yeah. good. Yeah, because you can't have that many because they're so dry. They're so flavorful, too. <laughs> they make a paste and they make marzipan in your mouth. Which is interesting because... Wait, I have another food in space I want to bring almost in. Almost take the most water. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Ritter Sport marzipan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good Dark one. Dark chocolate marzipan, the red one. So good. It's yeah. a good space food. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it would stick together well. Super yeah. compact. You can pack it well. Um, And the packaging for Ritter Sport is recyclable, which... Gives Whoa. me a boner. I didn't know that. Amazing. Yeah, it's got a little recycling. You just put it in the back. plastic, like the soft plastic recycling. That's amazing. Um, I have a food to take into space. Oh yeah. Uh, on Saturday, I went to IKEA, and I've always wanted to try the candy they have there. That's like in the bulk oh, bins yeah. that you oh, fill yeah. up a bag. 
because I've seen them before and I'd taken photos of them because one of them's called Rambo and it's like a watermelon tube. Whoa. That's green and pink and it's called Rambo. And I was like, well, that's like you get to eat Rambo's dick. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But this time I just filled up a whole bag, $9 worth oh, of wow. candy and I ate it that day <laughs> and I didn't need lunch or dinner. Oh, that's awesome. Made myself feel very full, but I don't regret it. Because it was such good quality. Yeah. It was like all Swedish weird things that I'd never had before. Some really dense gummies. I would like that. Nice. Have you ever had high chew? Oh, the yeah. Best. They're incredible. It gave me a crazy headache. Doesn't stop me from eating them. <laughs> I have another uh, uh, space food. Okay. We'll this allow is, it. This is my like always could eat this number one favorite food is just a piece of crispy pepperoni pizza. <gasps> like not... Not the New York, like, super flat, which I love. I know there's a lot of pizza heads out there that get mad at me for this. But I love a, like, 10-year-old kid's birthday party, bad but also great yeah. piece of... Like Domino's. Domino's or, like, f- Shakey's is really good in, in L.A. That's, like, the kid's birthday party okay. place. And it's, like... <laughs> How did you find out about this place? Somebody told me that lived in California. They're like, oh, that's we always used to go to Shakey's. And then I went, and I was like, this is great. You just... It's, like... <laughs> You know, br- really bready crust, but oh, it's I got the crispy cheese crust. on the back. And then the pepperoni is like thin and also very crispy. That with a Coca-Cola, like a really cold Coca-Cola in a glass bottle is like, I feel so very American hungry. and yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. USA baseball number one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pepperoni pizza right is like such a classic. Yeah. We live in a in a city where there's a lot of like appendigos around with a lot of weird options because it hides the fact that it's maybe not yeah i will not have anyone disparage panago on this podcast okay um <laughs> that is fair and panago yeah, like, has got me through some want... tough times but their gluten-free pizza if it's not eaten within 30 minutes of it arriving turns to a not not pizza anymore and it's a square yeah so i've i don't know what their regular pizza tastes like it could be great it's Pretty good. Pretty yeah. Good. Okay. The Quattro Formaggio. Mm, Why wouldn't you want a pizza with sour cream instead of tomato sauce yeah. and lettuce instead okay, of cheese? Okay. Well, that's your fault for ordering that one. <laughs> I actually kind of like those. Just get the basics. Yeah, like, but they I do, find the pepperoni pizza from Panago is amazing. The hard thing in with a lot of pizzas is the and going back to our sugar conversation is like sometimes the tomato sauce is too sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like chill on the sugar and the tomato sauce, I mean, please. I like a, it just as a whisper of tomato sauce myself. As a person who like gets a heartburn at just from sometimes people talking about hot dogs, <laughs> uh, I am fine with a, a pizza with no tomato sauce on it. Like, And every time we order cheese pizza, I also like to get the cheesy bread also. Oh, yeah. Because that's like cheese pizza without tomato sauce. Yeah. And it's so good. And then you get the cheese dipping sauce to put even more cheese on it. Ah. Delicious. Um, so last night I was hanging out with some friends and we ordered Panago and uh, some of us had had a little bit of weed. <laughs> we were in the middle of watching a very, very bad movie, which I recommend to everyone. What is it? It's called Serenity and it's got Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway in it. Oh, is that the, that's not the one from. Uh... It's from this year. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not. It's uh, not the Firefly the Serenity. Firefly no. Okay. No. Uh, this is. It's got a twist in it, and I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to spoil it. But it's worth watching, and there's so much about just, like, fishing a big tuna. It's got a lot of, like, fisherman stuff in it. Yeah, get a big tuna. (laughs) Um, It's also got uh, Diane Lane in it. Oh, so beautiful. She's, yeah. Spicy tamale. It's her character is confusing why she's in there, but she's she's just, like, a sexy lady. Love it. Love some Diane. Um. 
But uh, anyway, we like paused mid <laughs> mid movie and it took like 45 minutes to order this pizza. It was so difficult. It comes. It comes. We put it on the table. We lift it up. Pizza looks great. We lift up the box for the cheesy bread. And someone was like, there's a slice of cheesy bread missing. Oh, my God. And we were all like just like time froze as I saw this like empty little rectangle where there should be the eighth slice and I was like what are we gonna have to call them is this what's gonna happen and then Jay from across the room the furthest away (laughs) to the pizza anyone he was like it's stuck to the lid Uh. (laughs) and then we were all like oh thank god but it was just like all it was like a mystery we were all it was just like stunned silence it It made me think of that poor guy that got fired for eating people's pizza which he shouldn't have been doing but he was videotaped in a elevator eating the pepperoni off of someone's pizza before he delivered it get sarah koenig in here where's the eighth slice (laughs) it was honestly i really felt like time slowed down and like my heart rate just elevate it was like shocking but of course jay had eyes on every slice nice (laughs) because he's a Pizza got eyes man. on slice? Yeah. He's got eyes on slice. <laughs> have, anybody have eyes on the slices? <laughs> um, but yeah, I really recommend that movie, Serenity. Serenity, okay. It's uh it's bad. It's not a good movie. Yeah. But it is uh worth watching. Excellent. For sure. Did you watch it on Netflix? No. It was like a rental. Oh whoa. Yeah. Um, Ivan, who's yes. your Peppo of the Week? Peppo of the Week. Oh, uh, I think my puppet of the week is going to be my friends, Fiona and Andre's new baby. Is that the baby you just showed us yes. with a cute little lipstick kiss on its cheek? Yeah. Baby's it's player. It's the cutest baby I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm counting my four nieces and nephews. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I mean, Max and Eli were pretty good because they were twins, which was quite adorable. But But spooky. Yeah, spooky twins. Spooky Decker boys, that's what we call them. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, Teddy is like, it's like a cartoon how cute this baby is. Teddy? Yeah. What's the full name? Theodore. So cute. Teodoro. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, I should have said this earlier, but you could call those twins double Deckers. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So my brother's wife's brother is like very good at lacrosse. He's like one of the top lacrosse players in, I think, Canada. I'm same. Um, yeah, me too. And he, uh, so his kids are all very into lacrosse. There are like three. They're already amazing at lacrosse. And it's weird to watch a tiny yeah. person just be like so dexterous with this like implement that I have no idea how to use. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's such a violent sport too. It's very contact heavy. Yeah. And like, yeah, like cro- cross checking is introduced, I think, when they are. Six. six or seven <laughs> yeah really? it's like it's like the one right after kindergarten kindergarten oh. they're just trying to hit the ball out of each other's stick okay you're not actually hitting the person but then once you're like uh the once one league up, closes one league <laughs> up from kindergarten when the soft spots go away <laughs> then you're like hardcore cross-checking people away wow. from the ball yeah my half brother played it all throughout high school and stuff and was like the best in BC or Canada or something. Mm-hmm. And my mom was always like, you're not allowed to watch. It's too scary. Yeah. It's cool. Cause there's like a, a lot of weird stuff with like jumping in the air. Yeah. Because they're not allowed to be inside the crease to, yeah, to shoot. Right. So, but they jump in because it's like, as long as your feet aren't on the ground yet, you can shoot while you're in the air. Yeah. So they oh. dive. So they're like horizontal in the air. And then, like, try to shoot it. And then while they're in the air, someone cross-checks them. 
God. Yeah. <laughs> it's insanity. It's just like hockey gear, but no skates. Yeah. And so they're like just bashing each other around. Just running around. Yeah. It's weird. I've never played it. The closest I've ever gotten to it is like field hockey. Yeah. Which is not as violent. Is it cool? I've never seen field hockey. It's like you've got a little thing with a little they net They have those like curvy stick. weird sticks, right? Yeah. Isn't there a net on it? I don't know. It's weird. I feel like it's just a curvy stick, but it's been so long. Maybe we did play it then. Anyway, this is how much I think about sports, obviously. <laughs> um, okay, so you got a baby, baby puppo. It's Teddy. a baby person, but I mean, I've, I've also saw a bird pretty recently. <laughs> a couple Stop of crows bragging. A couple of crows <laughs> that did a whole team effort to get back a piece of hamburger bun. Like I was cleaning my patio, and then I'd noticed that. I'd, Crow had left behind, obviously, a hamburger bun that he'd brought there to eat. And then I was like, oh, that's a big chunk of bun. This guy, he's going to be upset <laughs> that my he lost that. Name. And then I, I kind of walked out and I was looking. I was like, come get your bun. It's fine. <laughs> I feel like they respond to that, though. Yeah. And yeah. then so when I went down to the other end. I was watering the flowers. They sent one crow to be the distraction crow. So right. he just landed near me and just started going, bark, 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 bark. And then while I was looking at him, the other crow came and grabbed the bun and flew off. And I was like, well done. Good job, You're guys. Like, you didn't have to do this you didn't much have to do that. I did not want your bun. Your bun was yours the whole time, but I appreciate the coordinated effort. It's a high value treat. <laughs> um, I have a pretty amazing puppo experience. I'm excited. It's from when I was in Calgary for Sled Island. It was right after we had played our last show. I played six shows while I was there. So it was very exhausting. Not a lot of hanging out time. But we finally were like, okay, we're going to use all our free drink coupons. And th we got a bunch of coupons for free fried pickles from this one oh, bar. Wow. So we all went and like all my bandmates were sitting Entertainment in a... industry. <laughs> yeah. We were like, finally, payment, sustenance. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Jay loves fried pickles. So it's like... I'm sure that I would as well. That's mainly why we went. I thought they were going to give me heartburn, but they were actually really good. And I had it with like a blue cheese dip. Pretty mm. delicious. Uh, but so we're all You're just meant to eat like an old British woman. Mm, yeah, just bland. Yeah. Mainly. Well, that was part of my heritage. <laughs> uh, I am wearing a bit of a moo moo house dress like my grandma did. So we're all sitting in a line along this bar on the patio. We're all minding our own business. I think everyone's ordered a drink. We're maybe waiting for the pickle spears. They haven't showed up yet. And all of a sudden I notice a fluttering beside me. And then I look down and there's a baby bird on my cardigan attached to just my side. And I'm like, what is happening? What is going on? I guess it had fallen out of the tree that was near the patio. So then I try and sort of, I was wearing a white sweater, of course, too. So I was like, I don't want bird shit on this sweater. Right. I, I brought a limited amount of clothes on this tour. Uh, so then I move it and then it jumps onto Jay's arm. It stays on Jay's uh, jacket sleeve for a while. So far, no poo. Great. Feeling very lucky. Uh, and then no one knows what to do. There's drunk people all around us. And there are, you know, unpredictable, more unpredictable, I would say, than a baby bird. And so I was sober and I was like, okay, I'll just handle this. I'll just cup this bird in my hand. So I take it and then I think it's just going to fly away. But I don't think it's fully ready to yet because its uh, feathers were still a little like pointy. Goofy. Yeah, they weren't fully like the filled in yet. Mm -hmm. So it's just staring at me and it doesn't look stressed out at all. It's like so relaxed. It's not 
hyperventilating or anything. It's not making too many sounds. And then everyone's like, can you just pet it? And so I start petting it and it's like, it looks like it's into that. But then we're on this balcony that you have to go through the restaurant to get to the outside. So I was like, I don't want to bring this little bird into a loud bar in Calgary. So I wasn't sure what to do. And I was just sitting there with it. Then it sort of jumped down and there were some passersby because it was right by where the artist lounge was. So all the bands are walking by and we're seeing people that we know and people are stopping. Some guy with a bike walks by and then the bird jumps right in between the spokes. (laughs) And we were like, do not move your bike. (laughs) Like, stay still. So then I run outside and we help sort of like usher the bird off of that. And then it runs right under a car and a guy has just gotten in this car and turned on the car and is about to back up. And I have to like knock on the window and be like, hi, sir, excuse me. Like there's a baby bird under your car. Can you not? And it's like some random Calgary bro guy. And, but he was like, of course. And he like gets out of the car and helps me look for it. Uh, And the parents are around. The parents are sort of like, Real hands off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real wings off. It's never going to learn. <laughs> yeah. It's like, eh, it's fine. It's fine. We've been through this before. But so this bird is not really flying for anything. Like it's not injured, but it's like just not doesn't have the stamina, I don't think. So then I help it cross the street and then it just hangs out under another car. And at this point, like I just have to let it figure itself out and eat my pickles but then when we were done, we went and checked and he was fine. He was nice. just like still hanging out. But like so much flashed through my head as I was holding this bird. I was like, okay, we've only got two more days of tour left. I just have to get through two days in a van with five people <laughs> with this little bird. And I can just like chew up food and barf it into its mouth. <laughs> and like, this will be my cool new affectation, <laughs> a tiny bird. And it was just like, it was, you know, a sparrow. It wasn't anything fancy. But yeah, it's like baby bird falling out of nest season right now. And it's really stressful. Yeah. Their parents are pushing them out to make them fly. Yeah. Sparrows are pretty fancy in their own way. But... They are. I mean, I just, it's <laughs> the same thing where it's like a raccoon doesn't seem fancy to us, but, uh, yeah, but down under, down under. they're crazy about raccoons down under. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do you think about that bird a lot? Uh, no, <laughs> I think it's fine. I yeah. think if it could, like withstand all of those wacky situations that put itself in. I think this bird has some sort of crazy luck that it's just going to be fine. The yeah. bird's going to be mayor of Calgary next time I go back there. <laughs> That'd be great. I didn't even name it. He already had a name. Whatever his parents named him. Yeah. Chirpy <laughs> Chirpo. Bird. Chirpy Chirpo. <laughs> Crumb. Crumb. Oh, that's pretty cute. Uh, who's your papo? Thanks, my papo. How's he doing? He's good. He's, uh, I posted a video today on Instagram of him wagging his tail, which is really funny because he doesn't wag his tail. I'm trying to teach him how to play fetch, but it's kind of hot. So he will fetch a few times, but he'll only bring the ball halfway back because he's suspicious of me because <laughs> he knows I'm going to throw the ball again and then he's going to have to go get it. So he usually just lays down and then plays by himself with the ball, which is his preferred playtime. He's an only child. <laughs> yeah, he has his own thing like where he couldn't run when he was little. So he started throwing the ball for himself. We've talked about it before. It's very funny. So he throws the ball for himself, gets up, gets it, and then lies back down again. Oh, that's awesome. Anyways, yesterday he went to Queen Elizabeth Park and it was a bit too hot. Um, so we didn't like walk all the way up 
the park and then back down, but played with his friend Charlie for a while. And their play yesterday was just screen barking at each other while people were having beautiful picnics around us, <laughs> uh, which was very funny because they're two little, very cute dogs. And then on the way down, he Hank's curious about water, but he's a bit scared of it. And they encouraged him to explore a pond, not realizing it was stagnant water. And he slipped in oh, no. and went up to his like top of his legs, which is, you know, a foot uh, in stagnant, stinky egg water. Oh, gross. Uh, so he had to have a bath when he got home. Yeah. And it took many minutes for the water to run sort of clear. Like, that's how filthy he got. Oh, no. And uh, everything the has swamps. to... swamps. It's like a swamp, but he's covered in miniature lily pads. <gasps> yeah, those oh, little... that's so cute. Little tiny little mini things. pads, and his black fur was really... Green's his color. Aww. But he's just a great little dog. Um, He made a friend in the building today. There's lots of pet owners in the building. Oh, that's fun. It's nice, yeah. Like... We met a great dog in the hallway and they played. I'm not allowed pets in either of the buildings that I'm currently occupying. Mm, and uh, the weird thing is we saw a mouse in the hall. That counts. And I'm like, let me get a cat then. Yeah, exactly. The landlord's keeping mice. <laughs> really. Clearly. So Breeding them. You've got mice. Let me have a cat to keep your mice out of me granola. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you want a cat? Yeah, I would love any kind of little fun. Would you name friend. your cat Granola? <laughs> Maybe. I think that's if it was a, a marmalade cat. Oh, there's uh the other cat that comes by here. There's of course Night Cat comes to visit all the time. She's Night been cat. very very frequent visitor. But the other big orange cat has been coming a lot lately, and we've named it Grunto. Nice. So Night Cat and Grunto still not getting along. But I noticed that uh, Night Cat is very light color gray underneath her dark gray coat. In your photos of her videos, like she's two toned. Yeah, her belly is all light gray. It's yeah, really sweet. Like she's wearing a bed skirt. <laughs> <laughs> she's quite floofy under there. It's true. <sighs> so Ivan, people want to watch your special. How do they do that? Uh, my special is hidden <laughs> in uh, Netflix. Uh, Comedians of the World, Canada, episode two. That's so great. you have to go to Comedians of the World, select country. It's in the same place you would select the season of all That's of your favorite weird. shows. That's oh, weird. It is hidden. It's like unlock the Easter egg. Yeah. You have to pick the country and then I'm episode two of Canada. And so then you can watch my jokes. Uh, also, I have a monthly podcast called Satan's Lawyer <laughs> where we argue for indefensible topics. Uh, it's kind of a fun thing. We just do like <laughs> pick a thing no one would agree with and right. then try to defend it. Hitler's actually pretty cool. Yeah, we're not going that far, <laughs> okay, but okay. <laughs> uh, it's always it's always very tongue in cheek. We don't want. We're trying very hard to make sure that it does not activate any actually offensive things. Right wing cells oh. that are hidden. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. So that is uh, a fun thing to listen to um, once a month if you'd like. And uh, also, I will be coming to a city near you if you live in Canada in October on a tour. That's amazing. With Rick Mercer oh, and Deborah Giovanni and Ali Hassan. That's great. Nice. Yeah. Climate change is totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> Downloading this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, what have you got going on? Um, I have uh, the album release, the Mr. Merlot album release show is on July 20th. It got moved. It was supposed to be, I think, this weekend, but then that didn't happen uh, because the tapes weren't ready yet. So uh, they will be ready. They will be available. So that'll be fun. It's at uh, The Toast 
That's exciting. Mr. Merlot uh, video is very good, as mentioned in last week's podcast, where you look beautiful. I got to super talented. dress up like a medieval lady and it really so suits you. Very fun. Yeah, I was like, I guess I like being in a corset. I didn't know this. Like being hugged constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Temple Grand hug machine of yeah. dresses. Yeah, it's like my Thunder shirt. I like yeah. it. Yeah, former guest MJ Cox, who uh, works for the arts club theater uh rented us all bard on the beach costumes it was very nice fun. yeah oh, that's great so sorry if i got some bo in there <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what do you have people can pre-order your book yeah pre-order my book at arsenal press um if you pre-order it that's great uh the Amer- version american version will be available in early 2020 uh, but the Canadian version will be available October, the first week of October. Awesome. Uh, and I will be at the uh, Vancouver Writers Festival. Um, I'm going to be at an Edmonton Writers Festival as well. Ooh, and I then love. something going on in Toronto and something going on in Montreal, I believe. Uh, then hopefully something going on in a few places in the U.S. in the early New Year. Cool. And Come Draw With Me comes back on September 7th. And uh, Super Sick Podcast should be out this week. We have a special guest, uh, Brett Nikolic. He's talking about having a cerebral palsy. So it's a great episode. Cool. Uh, a wonderful story. If people want to buy tote bags, they buy can it. do so at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you want to rate us on iTunes, you can do that. Five stars only. Let's get real. <laughs> uh, if you want to donate to the Patreon, you can do that. Patreon.com slash retailnightmares. Uh, thank you, everyone. We love you all. Thank you, Ivan, for coming oh, it's, back. It's my absolute pleasure. After almost 200 episodes. Well, yeah. once every 200. <laughs> every four years, you reemerge. I'm like a president. <laughs> yeah. I will only come under a different administration. <laughs> four more years. Four more years. Um... Okay, bye. Bye. Have a great week, everyone.